What's up, guys? I am I am Connor with Acetor Gaming. With me, you were going to say Sinister. I was going to say Sinister. Yes, yeah. I've been going by that name for far too long. But with me is Nando. What's up? And Nando, I have a proposition for you. I know how very against alphas and betas you are. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and change your mind about them. <laughs> going to be hard. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a hard task. I'm aware okay. of this. Okay. That's fine. Let's, let's, I, we can put that to the test. That's, that's more yeah. than fine. We can have a discussion about it. So the first thing I want to raise... What is your general opinion of them? I hate them. I'm very aware you hate them. <laughs> what specifically about them do you hate? Right, so... Betas for me are... See, many people consider them demos, and they are not demos. Right. Okay, so for example, when you got your PlayStation magazine... Yep. Back in the day... Man, we're going old school there. And, you know, they'd give you the demo disc. And sometimes, yep. if you lifted up the case of a certain game, there'd be a demo disc inside. Yes. And, uh, you know, that was really, really cool. Well, we need to go back to those days. That would be nice. But a game, a demo, would be a representation of what the game is going to be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I do not feel betas are that. I do not feel that betas are a final representation of the game you're going to play. And it either heightens or lowers the expectation of the consumer. I understand that it's a test. And they are trying to test things out. Such as like server yep. stress and stuff. The problem I have. Is games get mass loads of flack. And developers lose heart. Because of betas. And when people play them. Okay. Uh, I will definitely agree with the fact that a lot of people see them as demos and they're not. Mm. You know, they I, I 100% agree they're not an accurate representation of the finished game. Of course, there was... Um, but they even put that on most of the intros. Yeah, that's true. This game isn't finished, but nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, that's a very, very good point. Um, but yeah, I 100% agree with you on that one. But do you then think it's down to the content the developers are giving us or the consumer and I the think way it's that 50, we're 50 50 50 50 50 okay you know as a consumer i do think that people need to be a bit more forgiving right. when they see things just understand that these the beta that they're giving you, it was probably done six months before you even got to play it. Yeah. They've come a long way since that. They're just trying to stress test the servers. Yeah. No, I agree in, with you on that one. In most cases. In most cases, mm. that's what it is. But, people don't see that. No. Now, you as a developer, after many, many betas, should start to realise this. Yeah. Okay? You, you would think... They'd realise it, but... But do they? No. No, they don't. <laughs> no. And that's, I think that's where people are suffering. I think that's why the industry is somewhat suffering with the games that are coming out. Right. With all their bloody rehashes. <laughs> Resident, 2, Resident Evil 2 was a great game. I yep. don't want to play it again. I've done it. Yeah. I'm good. Okay, so, no. I do not like betas. I think they are... At the... 
on an open level, I think they're pointless. Right. So, uh, you mean on an open level as in free-for-all, download the client, go mental? Yeah. Right. So... Because you that, know they, they, they tested it in-house before they oh, yeah, it to the, the general public. So Yeah, there's no doubt that every single product that comes into an open beta phase has been either previously tested by a select group of gamers or in-house. Um, but you said that in an open format they're useless. What about private betas then? Or technical tests? Well, it depends on, depends on it, really. Right. So, but anyway. My opinion on betas, mm-hmm. generally, is they are, half the time, they're a waste of time. Right. I have personally fallen into the pitfall of a game looks fantastic when it's a beta, and, you know, they listen to the they listen to the opinion of the people, which, rightly so, because that's why you release the beta. Yeah, definitely. Right? But then they change it, and it's not <laughs> the game that you played in the beta. I, I know exactly which game you're referencing there. Well, the thing is, is that... There is one, that's my most recent, which I know yeah. which one you're thinking about. Yes. I don't want to say any names just yet. No, but we'll save that for a bit. Yeah, it, 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 it's happened too many times. Mm. No, I, I will agree with you on that one. But for, for me, personally, I think the merit of the system the way it is now is that you get like your alpha test, hmm. which... Not for most most games, they do that in house. You know, that's their own stress testers playing that themselves. Then you get depends on the game. In this one, you'll either get a technical test or a private beta, and you'll get a handful of invites. Glad's private beta players. Yeah, a lot of those private beta invites will go out to people that have pre-ordered the game, which is another topic that we'll discuss in a minute. But. For me, I think the merits of it is that you'll get more crucial feedback from your private beta testers, for me. Like, you'll have... Those people will be people that are already invested in the game. They'll have that intention to go into the the, the beta, whichever phase it's in, and actually give feedback that's going to help the developers improve the game. I think that's where the devs need to focus their efforts for betas, to be completely honest. Okay. See, I will see what you're saying. I think... Now, that's... Think about it like this. Right. They sometimes do private screenings yes. of new movies that are about to come out, just yes, to get the, like, the general consensus of what's going out. Mm. And so they'll ask random people on the street, and they'll pull them into the yeah. into a cinema, and you watch the movie. And it's not always the finished product because they want to. It's a focus group test, you know. They yeah. want to get that. Now, say you saw that movie, right? As it as it was presented to you, yeah. And you gave feedback on it because you loved it, yeah. Okay, it was a great movie. Then they went back and went right, but fifty one percent of the people said they didn't like this scene, right? So we're going to reshoot it. I, I see where you're going. Okay. For example, I can't say the name of the movie, but there's a recent comic book movie that I really, really enjoyed, and they cut 45 minutes from the movie, which made it, it, it seem so empty, and the story was erratic, hmm. and all because they listened to a focus group of saying that it was just a bit too long. 
<laughs> and that they didn't like certain scenes. Oh, dear. Okay, so I can see the importance of focus grouping. Yeah. I just, you know, I think we as consumers and them as developers should have more trust in the product they are creating. Yes, I, I, and I think betas agree. and alphas take that away. I honestly believe okay. that that takes it. I understand what you're doing. Yeah. But <laughs> you are not developing the game anymore based on the idea that you had. You are developing the game based on the idea of other people and the opinion of other people. Right, yeah. Okay? When a game comes out, let's go back to PlayStation 1 days. When that game came out, the game was out. You didn't yeah. get a day one patch. If the game... No, it was, uh, it was literally everything shipped on the disc yeah you know, no dlcs no day one patch no add-on content no it was and if it took up more than one disc they'd use more than one disc yeah i think what was the big one for that it was one of the final fantasies final I fantasy 7 final fantasy 8 yeah they used they i think they shipped two, on three, three discs. and four discs i think final fantasy 8 was four discs right but yeah, yeah so that, that was a big game it was a very very big game i mean small in comparison well now yeah. I mean, I mean, you could, what, you could, you wouldn't fill a forty fifty gig is pretty much the norm nowadays. Isn't yeah. It? So you take that into consideration, right? It was done. It was finished. If you didn't like the game, that was tough. The game was out. They'd learn from their mistakes and they would make a different game. Okay. Actually, I was having this discussion with a friend of ours recently. Is I hate Final Fantasy IX. Right. I don't think it's a decent Final Fantasy game. Didn't like it. But that's my opinion. Yeah. They didn't change the game. They didn't re-release it because I didn't like it. No, they... Or they because a lot of people it. didn't like it. They, the they, game they released out, it as is. And they released Final Fantasy X and they changed the things that were mm. different in Final Fantasy IX and the systems that are in Final Fantasy IX didn't really come back. Right. Okay, so... I didn't like it. I loved Final Fantasy X. Some people hated Final Fantasy X. Mm. So when it came to Final Fantasy XI um, with the <laughs> online... <laughs> It was terrible. Idea was great, but it was a terrible game. Mm. But so they changed it. They just moved on. They yeah. didn't release a beta. They didn't release. There were demos, I believe, for the Final Fantasy games in some areas, but they didn't change it. It was just this is what's coming. This is a teaser. Yeah. This is what you're going to get. Okay. Okay. So no, I don't think. I don't think it should be done. I right. think if you're going to do it, do it properly. Get a focus group. Get them into the office. Say, look, this is what we've got. Mm. Okay? A minor tweak. You can have minor tweaks. Okay? Not some of the game-changing stuff that they tweak around in some games. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Okay. I know I'm right, so, but... No, that's fine. Uh, but would you say then... <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, no worries. Would you say then that... You'd like to see kind of a return to the old method of doing things. Most definitely. Fair enough. That, Most definitely. That's completely fair enough. Gaming was at its peak in, I think, the PS3 and the 360 days. Okay. That's when I think it was at its peak. Okay, yeah. That's when you it was more accessible at home. Yeah, let's face it, it was accessible at home from the PS1. Yeah. I mean, definitely. before that even, like the Super Nintendo and stuff like that, that's fine. Yeah. But it, it appealed to so, much, so many more audiences... Mm. It wasn't just for kids. It wasn't just for adults. It wasn't just for teenagers. It was just... If you wanted to game, you could do it. It was accessible. Now yeah. they're media and entertainment systems. And they've done wonders with consoles. They've done wonders yeah. with PC. And so, 
I think this is going to sound wrong. Right. Okay, because Article Core 13 really does scare me, but I do think that too much is given to the consumer to change. Okay. I think too much effect happens because they go, we're, we're going to say we hate your game. Mm. And then we're going to put it on, say, YouTube or Facebook and stuff, and nobody's going to play your game. Mm. So they change it because they're worried about that. Tough tits. If you don't <laughs> like the game, that is tough. Mm. Okay? Look, see, how, I, um... look how big the catalogue on the 360 was. It was freaking huge. Yeah. I mean, I, I missed out on that console generation. Yeah. Because I, I went straight from the PS2 to PC. To PC. Yeah. And then we got a PS4 in the house as well. But yeah, the, the PS3 and the 360 ca- uh, catalog is huge. Enormous. Okay. And they didn't say, oh, have a look at this mm. and see what, what you think. No, and we'll, they, we'll tweak some they, stuff they around. bought them out and that was that, really. So you got your day one patch and stuff and you got yeah. some installs and that's fine. But they went, you got a new game and if you didn't like it, don't play the game. No. Sell it to someone else. You know, trade it in. Yeah. And I believe that is the downfall of this generation. I don't think it's as successful as the previous one. Right. I don't think the library is as big. No, I don't think 100% agree with you on the size of the libraries. Yeah, I don't think it's going to reach the level of the previous gen of, gen of consoles. I think current gen has died a little bit. It has yeah, died enough. a little bit. There were some great games, absolutely beautiful mm. games. There were games that I'm still playing... There are games that I'm looking forward to coming out. Right. But I'm hoping that they learn from their mistakes this time round. And Betas is one of those. Yeah. In my opinion, Betas is one of those mistakes. Fair enough. But then, I'll, I'll go back to a point you raised about how people upload things on YouTube, slating a game, mm. and the masses follow. Follow. Like, like I, I feel like... That sort of centers on like a handful of really, really big personalities. Yeah, but it's it's not a handful of the people that, that follow them. No, there, there's a lot of people that follow them. But then, I'd I'd argue that that is as much people kind of being too judgmental of content. I agree. I agree. People are right. too judgmental. But people haven't become more judgmental. But they've been given they've been given more of a voice and opinion over what they believe they deserve. Okay. And yeah, have your opinion. That's fine. But at the same time, you're not making a game. No, that's very true. You haven't put all of this effort in. Very, very good point. I mean, how many consumers can say they've actually developed a game from scratch? The most effort you're going to put in is maybe 50 hours of a big game. Yeah. Okay. Of ignoring your family. <laughs> you know, and calling yeah. it sick because you want to play. That's the most effort you're going to get out of a game. Yeah, more And don't get me wrong, that's enjoying a game. That's fine. Mm. I'm okay with it. But don't slag somebody off just because they spent all of this effort and all of this time mm. when you haven't even played the real game yeah so i'm definitely in the same boat there is that people people are too quick to follow the word of these big content creators yeah 
you know they they don't think for themselves they don't go out and experience the games for themselves i think that is a huge huge problem with this generation as well of consoles it's like yeah you got such easy access to youtubers that mm. review content not naming anyone of course there's plenty of content creators out there that do this but their viewers don't think for themselves about it yeah. you know they take the content creator's word as law like they say a game is bad they go and tell other people that the game's bad well a classic one for that was mass effect andromeda yes absolutely it was a awesome game yeah well, I think we've mentioned it before. We we have, yes. And we've said this same we, thing We both before. agreed on the point that in terms of their original plans to make a new trilogy, it was on par with the original Mass Effect. Yeah. You know, I honestly believe that the combat system was better. Yes, 100%. So much better. I believe that the storytelling was just as good. Yeah. The multi-decision making, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but quite early on, that had some some drastic changes yes. that could be made it was great i like the fact that eos just the first planet you were on mm. it took time to i, I really like, did like the the kind of open world planet system they had going on and there were so many of them yeah so you th- i think it was what six planets yeah that you could just explore the the map of and apart from the facial glitches which there were some. Yeah, there, there, there were some facial, facial glitches. Glitch. But have you played a Bethesda game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that, that should be one of our taglines. Yep. Have you played I, a Bethesda game? We love game? Bethesda. Oh yeah, they are but great. You are you are the but... epitome of bugs. <laughs> you are where bugs go to lay yep. their eggs. But so it played like a next gen game though. Oh yeah, definitely. And that's what I loved about it. So mm. many games played like current like the previous gen and not yeah. the gen they're supposed to be on mm. so yeah i i yeah i, I sunk just a classic example so many hours into andromeda purely because of the combat system i'm playing through it again oh yeah yeah i did not know that yeah i'm playing through it again at the minute yeah, fair enough man i i should start up another player through that but yeah I, I put so many hours into that purely because of how the combat felt yeah like, i mean such an improvement over the previous trilogy absolutely so yeah no that, that, that's where I am. Is right. Because people can get hold of this unfinished game, yeah. this game that isn't a true representation, and go, and then, oh, it's rubbish. And then the scope of influence of big content creators. Well, Fallout 76 has fallen yes. like fallen victim <laughs> oh. to this. Okay? Yeah, they came out with has. a new original idea. You are out, just out of the vault. Mm. Everyone else is still in the vault. Yeah. Okay? So, yes, the world is lonely. Oh, yeah. It's a new idea. Get your head out of your ass. What? Why? Why does every idea have to be the same as the one before? Because people don't like change, well, man. That's tough, and that—that's a problem. That is absolutely like, tough. Change is good. Change makes better games. Yes, yes, it does. It plays exactly the same as Fallout Four, except yep. the crafting system is better. The battle system is just as good, except there aren't any NPCs. Which, yeah. So what? Yeah, that, that You're in a post-apocalyptic world where everybody's either dead, or asleep. mutated, or in a or sleeping. Yeah, pretty much. Get over it. Yeah. So the monsters in there are epic. I've not played it, so I recommend yeah. it. I think it's a great game. It is a bit intensive on the old PC, right. but 
So I might have to upgrade my rig before I. No, 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 no. I don't think you'd need to upgrade yours. I mean, I can run it. So I, I'd probably need to just in terms of the CPU. That, that bottlenecks me a lot at the moment. Okay, but hey, I don't understand. I don't think your it's a five-year-old. It's a five-year-old CPU. What can you expect? Ten sixty is about five years old. No, no, the CPU, not GPU. Yes, I know, but I'm just saying the ten sixty is just as old. It shouldn't buy on it by that. It only came out two years ago, tops. Really? Yeah. Okay, you got to think, the 20 series has only just been announced and released. Yeah, but I believe that the 10 series was... Pretty sure it was 2017, but we'll, we'll get on to that later. It doesn't matter. I'm have, probably very wrong. I'm not a PC. Guy. Yeah. I have a, another question for you. Okay. If you were developing a game, hmm. and you had to run either a private beta, a technical test, and an open beta, how would you do it? Okay, so... I would, everything would be tested in-house. Right. Okay, I believe games should be developed by gamers. Okay. Okay, I think gaming companies should be done by gamers. Because you need to know your market. You need to know yeah. what you want from a Definitely game. Definitely agreed on that. Now, the, the thing is, is that I think that the gaming developers are trying to um, accumulate too many of the masses. You're not going to get everybody to like your game. That's Definitely. not going to happen at all. What I do think is try and appease the target audience. Okay? There's no point COD trying to... You know, the guys at Activision trying to appease the RPG players, mm. the hardcore RPG guys, because I don't like COD. I like my RPGs. Yeah, fair But enough. I still say that COD is a solid game. Yeah. It's a solid FPS all the way. But I don't like FPS. Fair With the enough. exception of maybe Wolfenstein and Battlefront. Mm. I love those games, but that was mainly because of the story and the other yeah. Star Wars, so <laughs> going to love it. But yeah, so I would get... If I'm developing an FPS game, I would get a bunch of FPS guys to help me develop it. Right. And I would say, right, what do you want out of a game? Here we go. Okay. Let's get this done. Okay, you wouldn't necessarily have to have them physically coding it. No. But, you so know, the idea you, branch. And so then... You, you say that in relation to that, you'd, you'd use basically key players of your target audience kind of as advisors, you'd say? Exactly. Okay, I can get on board with that. Okay, and then, so, once the game is developed to a point where an alpha or a beta can be tested, yep. you'd invite those guys back and say, is this the game that you wanted? Okay, so... So you do it, I, I'll use um, an example, recent, somewhat recent. So for the the development of the F1 2018 game, right? Codemasters had a pretty decent sized bunch of Formula One YouTubers okay. actually shipped over to their office in Birmingham. Like they, they were bringing these guys in from as far away as Australia. Okay. But they had a couple of Australians come over. Literally to play test their game for a weekend. Okay. And then they made feedback. Oh, they made changes based on the feedback they got from their key players. So I think that's that's kind of what you're you're getting at here. That's sort with... of down the right lines. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe YouTubers are a bit high, more high profile than I would probably use. Right. Because, like I said, the influence that they can have on the audience already. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think average Joe. Okay. Okay. If you, I mean, people sign up to newsletters and stuff like that yeah, all the time. There's, it wouldn't be difficult to get the average people in. Mm. You know, I mean, how special would you feel that, say, 
Ubisoft want you to test out their new division beta. Ah, dope. Right? So, and they did that for you instead yeah. of the YouTuber, right? That that now, would be you'd probably hype as hell, man. Exactly. So you'd have a great experience, but mm. maybe you hate the game. Yeah. Maybe give some feedback, and that's that. That that would be the way I do it. Okay. Okay. I would keep it closed because, again, when the game comes, when when discs used to come out, you just got the game. There mm. it was. Yeah. If you didn't like it, because I guarantee you, that's probably what they were doing with those games. Mm. Um, oh yeah, more than likely. Okay, there were many bad games on the PlayStation One. There were many bad games on the PS Two, mm-hmm. and a lot of them on the PS Three. But there were so many more better games. Yeah, so many more games that you enjoyed. The SNES, for example, you enjoyed a lot of those games. Yeah, the N sixty four had some beautiful games, and it also had some trash on it. <laughs> okay, but there were more good games than there were bad games, and you didn't get there were no demos on the N sixty four. No. Kind of hard to make a demo of a cartridge, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You get think... more demos on, say, Nintendo, I think, do it better. Nintendo, I, I think, think, do it better. They just give you a demo. Yeah, fair you enough. Know, before you buy it, before you buy the game, play mm. it for a little bit. So, I think, similar to this, this actually happened very recently with Anthem. Right. I don't recall there being an open beta for Anthem. Oh, but I there, think there was, was an alpha test that came out. Yeah. That select people got. I think that was very limited. But yeah. I do. But again, that, that that's out. very select people. Yeah. In an alpha test, it's really advanced or really early stages. Yeah. But then I don't think there was another test until they launched the demo weekend, like three weeks before launch day. Yeah. Which many people have problems with, like the servers and stuff. Yeah. But I, I think EA have had a few problems like that before. When they don't yeah, under, they have. They underestimate how many people actually want to be online. And yeah. They, you know. So they, they under-allocate server space. Exactly. And then about an hour into game, their entire server system crashes because they didn't anticipate 25,000 people and only allocate also, for 5,000. They've obviously... Apex Yes. is their big EA title. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, it's the popular thing right now. Oh, yeah. But I was the one of the people that have fallen victim to the server connectivity issues on the game of release. Oh, really? Around them. I cannot get online. Wow. I wouldn't... I, it is definitely not my internet connection. No, your, your internet connection is pretty stable. Yeah. So, yeah. I downloaded the update in less than 20 minutes. You know, that was a <laughs> five and a half gig update. Yeah, that that's not a... So, I, 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 was, I was more than... Yeah. happy to say that my internet connection is yeah, stable that's, that's not as a short as that, time, for example i can log time. into mass effect andromeda yep. i can still log into dragon age inquisition those nice. servers are still live which is pretty cool that, that's impressive yeah and i can log into that fine i, I, I can log into them plus to versus zombies yeah absolutely fine but apparently ea was saying it's my internet connection right no yeah like, work well, that one out it works on all so. your other games explain that one <laughs> but so yeah i just i think I fell victim to it, so I haven't yeah. managed to play it much because I wanted to. It looked yeah. like a great game. I know you I wanted really, to. Really, really wanted to get into that, mm. but I can't. Yeah, I fell massively victim to that. that also, yeah, that, there that are that reports sucks. of them bricking PS4s. Yes, I have heard this, which like, is terrible. From what I've heard, I it's... think that's EA's responsibility to replace the console. Yeah, I I would one hundred percent agree with you because I've it's. From all the reports and the Reddit posts that I've seen, these these gamers are having no problems with other games. No. 
yes, their consoles are running hot because they've got, you know, like launch spec consoles. But it's only Anthem that's bricking them. Is it so just is it just Gen One PS4s that's bricking them? I've only seen or only the reports I've read are the their Gen One. Right. But it could just be the I mean it the results is I'm clicking system on. Intensive. Oh yeah, definitely. It is system intensive. I mean you definitely on the what I did get to play on the Xbox, mm. I um I did notice some motion blur to try and yeah. keep up with the frame rate. Which I get because we are coming to the end of this. Yeah, we're, we're coming span. to the end of this generation for sure. You know, so wouldn't, we, wouldn't we're be six surprised. years into this generation. Yeah. So, but I wouldn't be surprised at the next major conference is <coughs> to to hear a new console announcement. I believe it. I think they said twenty twenty was their announcement. Really? Yeah. Okay, so they're they're leaving it Microsoft. another year. I mean, it might be PlayStation might be this year's announcement. That's true cause because they're not they've going pulled to out of E three. To do so their own thing. To do so. PSX again. So yeah, fair enough. Fair play to We'll all. see what happens there. Yeah. I mean, maybe they'll be to test the consoles. Maybe. Which would be stupid. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, that that's how I would do it. That's how okay. I would do alphas. That's how I would do betas. So you'd, you'd keep it entirely in-house. Not so much in-house. really select average players. Yeah. Really. Okay. Because... Me as an RPG player, if I went into a COD beta yep. and said, well, this is what I would change about it, it's going to be completely different to what yeah. shooters want. But right? that's it's... because you're coming at it from an RPG point exactly. and not a shooter point. So why, why you would know, you I, do I definitely Why would agree. you give that opinion? Why would yeah. you give that option to people so of, I... of being able to change the game that much? Yeah, definitely. But I think... It's like Tomb Raider. Mm. What's with the XP build in Tomb Raider? I On the level-based <laughs> game. Right, you can tell they listened to somebody about that. They, oh that, yeah, that, that seemed pointless to me. Well, I, I played. Wrong, I played game, the first reboot. Uh, there was. There was I no... played them all. I think they're very, very good games. Mm. I don't recall there being an XP or leveling system in the reboot. Yeah, there, there was definitely a crafting system. There's a crafting system in the first one. Yeah, but in the second one, there is definitely an XP. Build. Yeah, see, I I didn't play the second one, but I played the one that was just called Tomb Raider. Yeah, great game. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed it. Mm. But, it. Came out the same year as my CPU. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. But yeah, I think if I was to run a a development cycle, yeah, I'd do away with the open beta. That would be the first thing to go. For the same reasons that you said, you'd have feedback coming from players that aren't, you know, that mindset. Yeah. So you'd have guys from like tabletop simulator style games. Right, it's all sandbox, weighing in on a shooter that's completely polar opposite. So I'd do away with the open beta for that reason. Okay. Uh, the initial alpha and technical test, I would do similar to the way you suggested. Yeah. And sort of similar to how Codemasters did it, where I'd pull in select people that are invested in the game and the series. They would do the alpha test. I'd build the next stage based on what they've said. They'd get another go at it for a private beta and certain other players as well. Yeah. So like I'd use the, the newsletter list sort of deal. Pick a select number of other players that are interested in the game. They'd do the private test. And then, uh, yeah, do away with the open beta about a month before the release date. Drop a demo like Anthem did. Because you know, then it is literally 
this is your game yeah that we are releasing in a month yeah we will fix certain bugs but this is the core content of your game absolutely yeah that, that's the way i would run it if i was a developer okay so how are you handling access levels Ooh. um access levels right because this this ties into something we mentioned earlier with pre-orders. Yes. Um, the way a lot of, of companies do their access levels at the moment is pre-order... Players that pre-order the game get instant access to things like your private beta, your open beta. In a way, I'm not against that. Because the fact that they've pre-ordered the game, they've already purchased it, kind of shows they're invested in the game already. Yeah, that, that's the way I'm looking at it. So I've, I've got nothing against the the pre-order access. But I think, similar to the point I, I made about how I'd run the, the process of developing it, your initial access level needs to be, you know, guys that are going to give you quality feedback. I mean, I suppose the way you, do, you could look at it with the pre-order stuff... It is people that are genuinely interested in the game already. Yeah. So it's what we're saying about, you know, testing it in-house with particular people. Yeah. Those people are interested in that game. Yeah, they've exactly. seen maybe an article on it. Or they've seen the first trailer. You released it trailer, in three. And they've gone, okay, we'll pre-order it from that. Yeah. And then so they've gone, okay, well, here's the beta code. Mm. Test it out sort of thing. Yeah. But I again... Mean, I, I've, to me, that would heighten an expectation or lower an expectation where you don't want to buy the game anymore. Yeah. Or you do want to buy the game and they've changed it and now it sucks. Yeah, it, it could do. And this is one that happened to me uh, with the game we were mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. Where I did pre-order. I got access to the closed beta. And yeah, they, they changed the game so much on release it wasn't the same game really. But I think... If, if you're going to go the private beta route through pre-order invites, you, you've kind of got to realistically keep the base content at least similar. Yeah. You, know, you can't change it too massively. You know, little adjustments here and there, particularly in the later stage. Test. It should be a stress test for the servers and yeah. what bugs you need to iron out. Yeah, I can definitely get on board with that. Because at the end of the day... The the only thing really that should change your gameplay is bug fixes. Yeah. You know, getting getting other players from the online realm to test your game through their own clients off-site should be a test of your server capacity, like you've said. And it should be a test of how well latency plays in with your game. Yeah. So I know with... Um, I'll, I'll run a... An example from Planetside 2 for this. Their um, their hit detection system is weird. Okay. It runs off a of client-side hit detection. So, essentially, if you've got a specifically high or low ping, you can kind of exploit that. Yeah. Because what will happen is it will register where that person is on your screen. And if you shoot that person and it registers on your screen, the damage is dealt. But if you're still about 10 metres away around a corner, it'll still kill them. Right. 
So yeah, it's it's a really weird and confusing system that has probably led to a lot of false hacking reports from people that don't particularly know the way the system works. I mean, generally speaking, though, internet connections are good enough now, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's not going to happen much. Let's, let's face it. I can play on Western American servers, which is pretty much as far away from us as you can get at this point. And my ping sits comfortably below 300 MS. You know, that's livable i suppose yeah i'd I'd still want it lower yeah i would want it lower as well but depending on the type of game it's livable well planets planet Planet side kind of needs a decent ping and i i very firmly recall because i did play on a us west server with 300 ping it took me a long time to get somewhat decent at that game and i'm still not good at it But then it's how much of that could I blame on ping and latency and how much of that could I blame on me? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But so, yeah. So the thing is, Hmm. there are specific betas I have played. Right. That I've enjoyed. Okay. Okay. And there are specific betas that I've played that I've not enjoyed. not enjoyed. Yeah. So, like I've mentioned before, I have fallen into the pitfall. Now, the last beta I officially played right. was The Division. Yes. And, and you knew it was coming. Th- this was the the little reference we had right at the start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I knew this conversation was coming up, and I knew it because I played the same beta and it is the game I just referenced saying they completely changed it and launch content was awful. Absolutely gob. Absolutely. It didn't improve until about a year after. At least a year. You know, it, they... Because I, I remember I got the Sleeper Agent... No, not Sleeper Agent edition. Was it the Sleeper Agent <laughs> I edition? I don't know. I think it might... Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Because I think I got, got the Rogue... And... Yeah, I think I got the Rogue Agent edition for the Division 2. No. It's one of the two. There's Dark Zone Edition. Yes, Dark Zone Edition. That's the one. There's the Gold Edition, which mm. is the one with the Season Pass, and the Dark Zone Edition doesn't come with the Season Pass. I can't understand that. No, it's, it's Ubisoft being weird. Ubisoft being Ubisoft, then. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. I got the big one. I got the watch. I got nice. the Season Pass. And I was super excited to get going. I was yep. like, let's get this done, son. <laughs> and I was and then release content. Then... I started playing it, and I was like, right, okay, cool. This is first day, 15 minutes to get into a server. Not entirely sure why, but okay, that's cool. First day. Let's go. What the hell is this? Yeah. uh, uh, I think the open beta, they let you have, what the what was it, first three missions? Something like that, yeah. You know, where you you get... And you got to mess around in the dark zone a little bit. Yeah, you do, like, two or three instances of dark zone you got the first Madison Field Hospital mission, the Subway Morgue and Lincoln Tunnel, I would yeah, say. Which technically aren't actually the first missions. No. First mission is the, uh, what is it, Brooklyn? In Brooklyn, Brooklyn Island. With the, police off- with the police station. Yes. Yeah. That, that's your first mission. So you, realistically, you get, what, five missions? Yeah. Because you got the Brooklyn one, the one to liberate the base of ops, then those three. Yeah. So you got, in the beta, you got five missions, a little bit of Dark Zone content. On release, 
they had completely changed it. Well, it wasn't so much like the missions. It was just no. It was the it, it way was it played. The feel of the game a little bit. And the feel of the game the was completely different. Matchmaking was awful. What were you thinking? <laughs> oh man, I just love going into the dark zone, fresh out of the box, coming up against a level thirty agent, getting shot in the face, getting shot in the face my... once, and all my gear is now on the floor for them to pick up. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I. That, it, that... it took them a while to get. But dark I enjoyed zone. the. I enjoyed the beta. I enjoyed mm. the beta. With the I did game. as well. Another beta I enjoyed was Battlefront. I didn't... I lie, I did play a bit of the Battlefront beta. I loved the Battlefront beta. I actually it really was, liked the game. Yeah, I it don't was really enjoyable. I got such a bad rep. I know it was online only. I know there was no yeah. campaign. And I know the second one's got a bit of a bad rep with the microtransactions, but well, that, we've been just, over that. Yeah, that, that's okay, microtransactions, so man. I, the game itself was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, like, visually, Battlefront oh, looked amazing. great in the beta. It looked great, like... Yeah. Absolutely great game. I still play it now. Fair enough. Although there's one planet I will never go back to. Hoth. Yeah, I don't blame you. Okay, no, like, <laughs> my first run on Hoth, I was 22 and 0. Nice. Okay, I'm not going back there. Yeah, you're, you're keeping that record intact. I'm keeping that KD <laughs> on that planet. I mean, every other planet, first time I went, died, mm. like, coming out the gate, right? But I love, I, uh, I love Battlefront. I thought it was a great game. Yeah, see, I, I got to that point regularly with but the original Battlefront But they didn't change it from the beta. No, they didn't. Because I think, if I remember the Battlefront beta right, you had a couple of mission, campaign missions. Because it, it wasn't a full well, campaign. Was no campaign. It was just a case of that you went... It was a couple... There was a, a mission system, if I remember right. But it wasn't a fully-fledged campaign. Again, it, well, Battlefront 1 had no campaign. At all. Well, what am I thinking? Battlefront 2 has a campaign, and it's a proper story campaign. But Battlefront 1 doesn't have a campaign. It's right. just, go here, do this objective, yeah, and then once yeah. the ma- match was finished, you were done. Yeah, it's in, yeah in the and beta, it was kind they, of like that kind in of the felt beta. like mission-based. Well, you didn't really but play with people based. in the beta. You no. kind of just did it on your own, which is fine. Yeah. Um, absolutely thought it was a great beta. I thought it was mm. great. I and enjoyed yeah, to what be, I to played. To be fair, with. I was playing Star Wars, so I was happy. Yeah, fair enough, man. I was very, very happy. <laughs> I did like. I do like me some Star Wars. Who does? Which brings me another point to like the the fan base, the Star Wars fan base <sighs> at the moment. I am ashamed of you. I am ashamed of the Star Wars fan base, and I'm part of it. I'm part of the fan base. I yeah. love Star Wars, and I don't care what anybody says. Episode 7 and Episode 8 were great movies. Mm. They definitely weren't as bad as number 1. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Okay, that was awful. And that had Liam Neeson in it. Who ever thought it was a good idea, and I'm looking at you, George Lucas, to create Jar Jar Binks? Idiot. Like, but the, the slating that Episode 7 and 8, and because mm. they've got female cast members, you morons. Absolute yeah. morons. I absolutely Last time I checked, Princess Leia was a female cast member. She played she a was, huge part in the original she trilogy. Was <laughs> yes, she was. Right, but episode eight has got the biggest slate at the minute. Yeah. I loved it. Thought it was a great film. I think people's main problem with that one is the ending bit with Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I thought it was great. Mm. I thought it was a really I nice like touch. I like the fact that it, I think the film gives it in, right? The film says, Kylo says in the movies, 
that it is time to leave the Jedi and the Sith behind. Yeah. That's almost a passing of the torch sort of thing. This is yeah. the new generation. Okay? It's being moved on. Hmm. Love that idea. Move it yeah. on. Like, let's face it, it's called Star Wars. There's an entire galaxy. It's not based around one It's, it's not Jedi and Sith Wars. No. It's Star Wars. You know, they've so, got a whole galaxy. I mean, they haven't even explored the Mandalorians. Which I think they're going to. I think there's yes, a series Yes, they're coming. doing a... Can't remember if it's Django or Boba Fett spin-off film. If I remember right, I, I, I no, don't I think know who it they, is. I think but... it's a series they're doing. But what about the Knights of Ren? I want to see oh, more Knights yes. of Ren. That would be cool. That would be awesome. So anyway, like, uh, yeah, that is a, that's one example of how fan bases can ruin a franchise. Yes, and, and it, it happens with games a lot. Betas definitely aid in that. I think I'm going to refine that a little bit. Open betas aid that. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, I, I agree where a developer that. will just throw it out to the entire player base of every game. Mm-hmm. Instead of like a private beta where they invite players that have registered interest in their game. Yeah. And I, I'm not doubting you that. I think as much as I love alphas and betas, the whole concept of an open beta needs to go. Yeah. Replace it with an open demo for all I care. Demos are fine. You know? Yeah. But keep your beta testing to interested parties only. Absolutely. 100% agree there. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I think there's a lot to improve on in the gaming industry, and I believe betas is one of them. Definitely. I think I understand what they're doing. I see what they're doing with it. I see that you want to include people. You want to, you know, get your fan base built up a little bit quicker. I mean, it, before it's... the game comes out, but I don't think betas is the way to go. That's what trailers are for. Yeah, fair enough. I think it's to be fair, on I don't paper. Even watch it's in and... movies, but yeah, you know, I I tend to steer away from trailers because as as movie. yeah, as we've said before, they tend to spoil things a lot nowadays. Yeah, you spoil them. I mean, have you seen the Dark Phoenix trailer? I haven't. Don't. Just don't. Okay. They like literally the first scene in that trailer. Spoils potentially a giant plot point. Well, it, to be fair, the whole title does that. Well, yes and no. Well, the Dark Phoenix is the yeah Phoenix Force inside of Jean. Yes, but there is a certain character interaction that is all I'm going to say about it. Okay. In that trailer, in the first couple of minutes, like first fifteen seconds of that trailer, I think ruins what could be a giant plot point in the film. Right. Okay. Because you basically see something happen, but that's that's all I'm saying on that. Okay, I will I will keep you spoiler free. Because I'm nice. Yeah, like I'm that. not particularly bothered about spoiling the new latest X Men movie. I'm fair not, enough. Not a massive Marvel fan at the minute. Yeah, fair play. I'm still annoyed that they pulled the Punisher off Netflix. I mean, I know it's going on the Disney streaming service, but they pulled it off Netflix. They have well, annoyed. It's, it's still there. They just cancelled the show. I know. Still annoyed. Still the annoyed. Season was beautiful. Yes, loved it. I need more Frank Castle in my life, man. Although, I've really enjoyed the Umbrella Academy. I didn't see the Umbrella Academy. It's very good. It's something different. It's something new. And okay. I think that's what we're missing in every aspect of the yes, world. Yes, we just we need, need more new, new stuff. We need something different. Keep it coming, please. Yes. So, I think I'm going to... I'm going to start moving towards wrapping this up. And give you some of the pros. From my point of view. Okay. Of... 
why alpha and beta tests are kind of needed in in gaming and developing games. I didn't say they weren't needed. From the from the get go, okay. I said from an open standpoint, they are a bad idea. Yes, I do agree on that one. So from I've never open. said they're not needed. No, I've always said that. I mean, you're going to need to test your game. Yeah, definitely. And to do that in stages is a good idea. Yes, alpha, beta, great. But uh, as I think we've a hundred percent agreed on, throwing it to the general public. Bad idea. Yeah, one hundred percent. So let's let's go over a couple so of. So instead uh, of you actually changing your, your mind, we just came to a common ground. Yes, the open betas need to disappear. They need to disappear. And I private think. tests are great. Private tests are great. So I think instead of yeah, instead of the whole proposal I had at the start of changing your mind, we've kind of just met in the middle, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so... But anyway, what, was your, what were your pros? What were your pros? My, my pros of Alphas and Betas. Obviously, if you haven't... This one, this first one is, is more to do with open betas. Okay. Which we've said need to disappear. But even an open beta has some kind of advantage to certain players. Yeah. For example, if, say, you're interested in the game, mm-hmm. you haven't bought it yet, you kind of want to use the open beta to see what... The, the game plays like granted that is a risky situation sometimes demo yeah again demo demo. but it gives a player it's like experience in the game before they decide to to buy it right you know it lets them see if they like the game environment if they like the story that's in there so far if they like the way the play the gameplay feels granted that can all change if it's an open beta Looking at you, Ubisoft. But, yeah, it, it gives players... I'm going to throw a spanner in the works there. Okay. By one word. Throw your spanner away. Pixar. Do expand on this. <laughs> okay. So, when Pixar would release one of their major movies, they started off with Finding Nemo. Yeah. And they released a trailer that gave you an idea of the movie. Right but didn't give you anything about the movie. Okay. Okay. It was Dory and Marlon talking to each other with her three-second memory. And <laughs> yep. Just messing around. And right. then The Incredibles gave you something similar. Incredibles 2 gave you something similar. Yep. They gave you an idea of the movie. They gave you an idea of what it was going to be about mm. because there are definitely trailers for it, but oh, yeah. later on. But they... They gave you an aspect of this is our movie. This is what it's going to feel like. This mm. is this is what is going to happen when you see it. A Final Fantasy fifteen did something similar with their demo. All right. Okay. You got to test out the battle system. You got mm-hmm. to test out the the movements and all that jazz, without touching the main story, without oh. going anywhere near it. Okay. Okay. You started off as young Noctis and you played like this Kingdom Hearts stage. Which is what the battle system, I believe, is based on. Right. You you played this small section as a child, and then you went, oh, okay, so maybe he has abandonment issues. Maybe something happened. Maybe something right. drastic is going down, right? And then you got to play as adult Noctis. Like, he literally just transforms into adult Noctis. Wow. Okay? And Sudden... you fight the, one of these iron giants, and you have to fight on your own. You haven't even got the mechanic of your team yet. Wow. Okay, so... um, Sorry, when you when you warp to lamppost and stuff and you regen your health right. and your AP and then you come back and you smash him up, it gave you a combat feel. 
Right. Okay, without giving you the actual game. What okay. is wrong with that? That's that's I think yeah. that's the way we should go. Yeah, I think honestly I definitely agree with you on that one. Because uh, I've recently been playing the Division 2 open beta, because that, yeah. that was this past weekend. And at this point, I've now done the first three or four main missions. I've now got to force myself to do those again when the game releases. See, I'm happy they're not giving you a progress boost mm. with that. Because I think yeah, that's they, another they unfair are, advantage. They are 100% it. wiping beta progress. I think that's, so, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, I Some agree. Some people might not agree with me, but it gives you an unfair advantage. Especially yeah. since that, that was only open to certain people. Yes. So... And I mean, especially when you consider that The Division has a pretty big PvP element in the Dark Zone. You know, if, so, if, you, yeah. if you keep your content from the beta there, you've already got a gear advantage over people. Absolutely, and as yeah. you and I both know... In the division, gear is king. Mm. But yeah, there, there's an element of skill gameplay. But if you haven't got the gear build to to survive, you're not going to do well in the dark zone. No. But so, yeah, I, I definitely agree on beta wipes. Kind of have to be mandatory at this point. Yeah, absolutely. In, in the interest of fairness, fair advantage of having extra gear and stuff. I yeah, definitely that's a not. Bad idea. I'm going to kind of go off similar to this. Okay. Another kind of sort of a pro, sort of a neutral thing. But I find a lot of games recently yeah. have been giving exclusive cosmetic items for beta players. Now, okay. I'm not so I'm not against bothered this. about that. You know? It shows that you've supported the development of the game, yeah. which I quite like. And Well, I've done that with um, Dauntless, which mm. is a Monster Hunter-esque type yeah. game on the PC. It's free to play, and it's a great game. Yeah. And I founded one of the one of the packs on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that, but then it released before I decided to buy I think you can still pack. do like founder stuff. Can you? I believe so. I'm Fair not enough. entirely sure. I haven't, I haven't played it for a little while. Yeah, I, I think... Really should. I think as long it's playing as playing on your own though is a bit boring. Yeah, I can imagine. It's kind of like it, it's, it's kind of like the division and payday. Yeah, you can play it by yourself. Yeah, it's so much better with other people. It is, especially the first time round. Like yeah, the second definitely. Time round with the division, then play it on your own because you should know what you're doing. Yeah, precisely. But no, I think with the the exclusive items for beta testers, yes, good idea, as long as it stays cosmetic. Okay. Yeah. You know, no statistical or gear advantage no. for playing the beta. Absolutely. Again, not. just keep it fair between players that didn't have the opportunity to play the beta or couldn't, and players that have done so. Absolutely. You know, but then saying that there's always going to be a bit of a bridge of a gap between the fresh players and the experienced beta players in knowledge, which is another massive advantage. It is another massive for- advantage. Yeah pre-release testing players mm-hmm. you know it gives you knowledge of the mechanics whereas someone who gets it on release has got to learn all this unless it's like the division two where it's a direct sequel a lot of the gameplay That's mechanics exactly are the my same. thoughts exactly my thoughts you know you haven't actually given me one pro yet have i not no we've kind of counted against them yeah you're, you're right we kind of have so i don't think i think i'm changing your mind about pages at the minute not yet i've got one <laughs> More. Oh, you got an ace, have you? I have an ace up my sleeve. And looking at the time, I'm going to pull it out of my sleeve now. Okay. 
specifically for players that aren't in groups. Yeah. So like you and myself, we have regular players that we play games with. Yeah. But for someone who doesn't have that kind of like input of players. Yeah. Betas, particularly open betas, are an incredible way of networking. Gaining a group of players that you know are probably going to be playing that game on release. It ties Find into, the players on the day of release. You could do. But having the beta test kind of lets you build up that familiarity beforehand. So you can just go straight into release day content. Get as far as possible as you can. That's what you're going to do anyway. Yeah, but it just shortens the process. Okay, I, I see, gets, your, point you the pro- I see your point of it, but I don't think it's as big enough pro to say betas are okay. Damn you. Yeah, you're probably right on that one, actually. That's really big enough. That's quite annoying. Because you can you can you can get into a like the standard game yeah. and find those people anyway. Because if you're alone in the beta, yeah. you're not playing with your regular mates anyway. Yeah. So you're okay. probably gonna be alone in in the start of the game anyway. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. So yeah, now now that you've fully disarmed all the pros I had on my list. <laughs> I don't necessarily think I've disarmed No, them. I think I, if you want to play open betas, then play open betas. Yeah. I disagree with them because of the points that I've made. I don't. No, I think I've come to a middle ground where I kind I kind of agree with you there. We need to get rid of open betas. Yeah, keep, testing in house I think could be the best place. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree on that one. Initially, yes, for say your alpha testing. Yeah, keep that in house. But then when it comes to, to beta testing and technical testing, you're going to have to stress test your servers at some point. Hmm. But keep it within interested See, parties. See, server testing is different, though. Server testing yeah. is very different. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, release a demo. Server, server testing should realistically be done on a demo. Yeah, you know? release a demo for it and then see see yeah. where the server yeah, handles it. And just adjust accordingly, Yeah. EA. <laughs> So I, I think that's that's where I stand. I think yeah. that's where I finished. I believe I've answered all of your questions. You you have indeed. Okay, and I um, do believe it's a we very have, touchy subject. Yes, and we have, I believe, reached a nice middle ground. I, I where we're both l- happy. Let's with the say facts. that we will agree to disagree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Except on one point, get rid of open betas. Well, I don't know because then you wouldn't be able to play open betas, and you like playing open betas. Yeah, but I can live if it's a private beta if I get an invite. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you never get an invite? Well, then they can introduce demos as open betas. De- and not not call it an open beta, but call Just it demos. a demo. What's wrong with a demo? Release it about a month before the full release date of the game. Call it a demo. And use it to stress test your servers. Problem solved. Done. I think that is as good as an agreement we're going to get. I believe so. So we shall call the podcast to an end here. I've been Connor. I've been Nando. This has been the Asator Gaming Podcast, and we will catch you all next time. Boom. Sweet. Cool. Now we've got an actual recorded outro. (laughs) I can't believe that.